0: Awesome. Let's get started. You know, one of my favourite songs at the present moment that we sing um, on a Sunday night is The Goodness of God. Um, I don't know what it is about that song, but every time it's sung, whether it's at conference or whether it's here or whether I'm listening to it on uh, on YouTube or whatever it is, I'm always moved by that song. And you know just I, I, people get moved by a particular song somewhere along the line but this song actually really moves me and I, I, I sort of was a little bit um, like not perturbed by it but thinking oh I wonder why that song particularly is the one that really touches my heart and 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 gets me emotional like I don't think I have actually ever sung that song through where I actually haven't been brought to tears and uh, and I, I started to ponder over the last couple of weeks about the whole um, idea of why is this song make me feel so um, blessed by God? Why do I feel the goodness of God? Why do I feel every time that I sing it that I just are brought to tears for the fact that it's such a great song? And I realised that um, I am so thankful to God for His goodness And for the good things that he does in our life every day. And you know what? I miss them. I miss those things sometimes. I miss the goodness of God that's all around me every day sometimes and just go on with my busy week, doing the things that I'm, I'm meant to do, doing all of the bits and pieces and don't stop and look at the goodness of God. So this is a really simple message this morning that I just wanted to share about the goodness of God and how we can recognise that in our day-to-day life and live... Um, always fully in the goodness of God are you okay with that Psalm 107 verse 1 says give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his love endures forever we could just stop there couldn't we give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his love endures forever look how do we even understand that How do we even understand a loving God whose love endures for me forever? And I know all about me. I know me better than anybody else in this room. Um, And I know me better than anybody else on this earth. And I know that there are times in my life where if I was God, for me, his love wouldn't endure forever. There would be times when I think God should just go, Graham, no, not today, buddy. You're done. Come back and see me tomorrow. But it isn't like that. His love endures favour. Have you ever been in church and heard this? God is good. And all the time. Absolutely. We hear it all the time, don't we? God is good. And all the time. Oh, come on, we hear it all the time. And, you know, when we want to whip people up and get them excited about something, you know, and the crowd's a bit quiet like you guys are this morning because you're cold and still half asleep. God is good. And all the time. Hallelujah, Jesus. How often do we hear that in church? But do we really believe that God is good all the time and all the time God is good? Is that something that we just say or is it something that we actually believe? because there's a big difference in just saying it. There's a big difference in just saying it, but do we believe it? Do we believe that God's love endures forever? God is good describes who God is. He's good. It describes what He does. That's good. What we experience from Him, His goodness. And He's sovereign, supreme authority, over every circumstance. Wow, how often do we actually stop and think about these things that over every circumstance in our life, over everything that goes on in our world, good, bad or indifferent, God has supreme authority. How crazy is that? Is there anybody in this room here that you could say has supreme authority over you apart from God? I know that I don't have supreme authority over my family. I don't have supreme authority over my wife but my God has supreme authority over everything that goes on in my world and I'm really happy about that. I'm actually thankful that no one has supreme authority over my life except for God because they would mess it up just like I'd mess it up for you. He proclaims about his creation that it is good and God intentionally brings every human life into existence. You aren't here by a mistake. It doesn't matter whether you were created in a mistake situation or whether you were not wanted, whether you were not loved or whether you were not important. God intentionally brought you into this world. He knew what He was doing. Wow, how awesome is that? Oh, I'm no good. I'm useless. I'm a waste of space. Why would God use me? Well, why wouldn't he? Because he intentionally brought you into this place because God is good and he has supreme authority over everything in your life. So we need to start seeing those things and start living in the goodness of God and knowing that God has a plan for our life and that he has something awesome for us to do. The Bible says a lot about the goodness of God, but how we recognise it sometimes is where we mess it up. We can recognise God just in the nature that's all around us. In Genesis 1:31, God saw that, that he had made God saw all that He had made and it was very good. and there was evening and there was morning the sixth day. God, our creator, spoke the world into existence. I have no understanding about this good God who would do that. He just spoke the world into existence. Can you imagine seeing that? I mean, I've watched um, um, movies where um, I can't remember the name, but it's got, um, I can't even think of what it is now, but he just starts to speak and, and everything comes out of his mouth. Can you imagine standing there being an, an onlooker the day that God spoke and it all just appeared? Everything that he thought just happened. I'm just so thankful everything I think doesn't just happen. Can you imagine the mess the world would be in? Oh, I'll tell you what, some of the things that are going up here. I Just asked Simon. Uh, yeah, wall-to-wall chaos. There'd be weddings without groomsmen. And uh, there'd be lots of things going on all around the place. God, our Creator, spoke the world into existence. And on the sixth day, he proclaimed it very good. Not just good. On every other day, he said it was good. But on the sixth day, when he'd finished, he said, this is very good. This is a very good place to be. And if God is unchanging, if we believe that God is unchanging, and if he proclaimed creation to be very good, then today it still remains very good. And we should be able to see God in nature all around us. God reminds us of his faithfulness and goodness in the large sunrises and the small, tiny little flowers that bloom on the side of the road and 24 hours later are dead. God knows that we are forgetful people. But he sends us reminders every day that we can see him and recognise him in nature. So today as you leave this place and you're driving up the road, wind your window down, feel the breeze, look out the window, see the beautiful roses, see the things all around us that are good and recognise God in nature today. I don't know about you, but I love coming to work here in the upstairs room up there when the roses are all in bloom. And I never take for granted that we work across from the rose gardens there. Because if you look at them today, they're not there today. They are cut back to the ground level. They are gone. And I notice every time they go and every time they bloom, because I never want to take for granted the fact that I can find God in nature everywhere around me. And every time I come to work, I sit there and see thousands of roses that I haven't had to tend to um, sitting straight across from my office. Let's find God in nature today. You okay with that? Yeah. Romans 8, 28 says, And we know that in all things God works for good for those who love Him and have been called according to His purpose. Let's recognise the goodness of God in people this morning. We were created in God's image to glorify Him. He has good plans for us and we are called according to His purposes. His purposes draw us and others closest. to Closer to him. And our mission on earth is to share the hope we have in Jesus, to love God and to love our neighbors. Wow, isn't that a bit difficult sometimes? You know, I think sometimes we forget to recognise that we are created to love people, to live in community, and to 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 tell other people about the goodness of God. I wonder if people recognize God in me today. I wonder if the guy that was um, in the car beside me that blew his horn at me and I gave him a lipful the other day. No, I didn't. I'm just using an example, Amanda. <laughs> Not really. <clears throat> Would see the goodness of God in me. Sometimes we have to be God's hands and feet on earth and realise that we're here to tell other people about God. And, you know, like I look around sometimes and I see some Christians that I wouldn't want to be like. I want to be around people who excite me, who enthuse me. I want to see people coming through the doors of our church and go, I want to be like all of these people. They're, there's not a person in this room I don't want to be around. They're exciting. They're fun. They're life. They don't actually just sit there and uh, read hymns and um Sing songs all day. They actually have a really good life and they do things that are exciting and amazing and incredible. And today we need to recognize the goodness of God in people. You know, some people come into our lives to breathe life and love into us, others come into our lives so that we can breathe life and love into them. Let's recognize the goodness of God not only in nature today, but let's recognize the goodness of God in the people that are sitting all around us today. Because you know what? We're doing life together. Whether we like it or not, we're doing life together. So let's just like it. Let's just like it. Let's start to learn to love each other and care about each other and recognise the goodness of God in our differences and in who we were created to be and love each other anyway. Because there are so many faults you can find in me and I'll find equally as many in you. But let's just start loving people and when people start coming through our doors, recognise that God is bringing them into our world to show them the love of Jesus. How are we going out there? God is good. And all the time. Oh yes, awesome. I'm going to use that every week now. (laughs) No. Man, he said, "I'll endure through it." Psalm thirty-four, verse eight, says, "Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is he who takes refuge in Him." Today, we can find the goodness of God in answered prayer. Answered prayer reminds us of God's goodness. If you read Psalm thirty-four, you'll find King David found himself in a tough situation. His point of view is critical because God's goodness can be found not only when his blessings are obvious, but also when the bottom falls completely out of our world. We will all suffer at some stage and through that suffering, you know what? God remains good. God hears our prayers and he is moved by the prayers of the righteous. Well, how many times has the bottom fallen out of our world and we've said God is good? That should be our first response, regardless of what's going on in our world, regardless of the things that are going on all around us, God is still good, regardless of how we feel, the circumstances we find ourselves in. You know, there's plenty of times when we get uh, uh, people up here talking about um, faith stories and God's provision and answered prayer and we go, God is good all the time, God is good. But, you know, then you get people up here saying, I'm sick, I'm not well, things have gone wrong in my world, all of those things, you know, our our response should still be, God is good. And they shouldn't get offended by that because we are a family that love each other and care about each other and want to spur each other on. We can find God today, recognise him in the answered prayer. Who's had an answered prayer in the last 24 hours? 48 hours? 72 hours? Oh, 48 hours. Oh, well, at least we've got 48 hours. That's awesome. You know, I think we don't recognise sometimes our answered prayers all around us every day of the week. Simon got up here a couple of weeks ago and said that he prays for us every morning. He prays for our church every morning. He prays for the businesses, the people that come into here in this building every morning. You woke up this morning and got out of bed and ended up in church because of Simon's prayers. God is good. All the time. You can say, oh, that's not right. But what if he stopped praying? I wonder what would have happened. God answers our prayers. and We've got to recognise the little things along the way. Keep ourselves encouraged in the goodness of God. Don't forget to see God in answered prayer today. You can recognise God's goodness in the truth of his word. For everything in 1 Timothy 4 verses 4 to 5 says, for everything God created is good and nothing is to be rejected it, if it is received with thanksgiving because we are consecrated by the word of God in prayer. Daily prayer and timing God's word are so important if we are to witness and experience the goodness of God. In prayer, we can pour out our praise, we can pour out our problems, we can seek clarity for our lives, we can lift up our anxieties to God and confess our sins daily. Christ is the living Word of God. And the Apostle John wrote in 1 John 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. When we seek God with all our hearts, we'll find Him. His goodness abounds in the truth of His Word. Have you ever stopped reading God's word for a week? You'll know when I've stopped reading God's word for a week. I'll be grumpy as anything. God is good. Through His word, we start to see the things that He wants to unravel in our lives. Recognize that He answers our prayers, answers our needs through His word and through prayers. How good is it that we have a Bible and a shepherd that can lead us and guide us through those times? Let's recognise God today in his blessings. Psalm 31 verse 19 says, How abundant are the good things that you have stored up for those who fear you, that you bestow in the sight of all on who who, who takes refuge in in you. When we leave our lives in the hands of our good God, we will see the good things that he has for us. When we become distracted, it's difficult to recognise the good things God has for us. Isn't that true? When we we can stay firm and say, God, we are going to trust you in this situation. You are going to get us through. It's going to work. But fear seems to drive us away from God. But taking refuge seems to draw us into God. And so today, why make it difficult for yourself? Why start to worry and fear and be concerned when you can just take refuge in God and know that he has got this sorted. I've been watching this week with interest, not with interest, but I've been watching my, my um, daughter and, um, and, and Jess with Robin. You know, when they need mum, they're drawn in. I don't see Danielle when she's feeding Zion or Jess when she's feeding Robin holding them out here. They draw them in and they find comfort in the refuge of Mum. And I think this morning we need to find comfort in the refuge of God. We live in a lot of fear and a lot of the stuff we fear never happens. And even if we do fear about it, it's still going to happen anyway, and we've got to walk through it. I've often said to him, you know, like, men are the worst sometimes. We get a little lump on our little toe or our finger, and we're dying of cancer, and um, we're just bedridden with the man flu for the next four months. And uh, so I, I'm one of the worst. Like, you know, the moment I get something wrong with me, I'm dying. Used to be a lot like that, you know, like every time. Oh, I've got a, a pain in my hip. Oh, it must be something to do with my bowels. I've got bowel cancer. I'm dying. Um, you know, like, oh, I've got a pain in my eye. I've got a brain tumor. Oh, I'm going to die. I'm um, I the only one who's been there. Like, I've been living in the fear of those sort of things. But, you know, what I realized many years ago is that if I've got a brain tumor here, I can't stop it by fearing it. It's going to happen anyway. It's going to do whatever it wants to do. My job is to take refuge in God and just trust Him that He's got supreme authority over my life and He's got this sorted. So let's just walk through this together in refuge in God. I've never seen um, Jess with Robin or my daughter Danielle with Zion when they're crying and needing food, holding them out here and going, you work for it, kiddo. (laughs) Yep, come on, get those lips going. (laughs) No, nope, I'm not going to get you any closer. Here, stretch them out, stretch them out. They don't put them in a fear situation. They bring them and take refuge in that situation. It'd be funny to see, but I, I don't know whether it'd be good. Let's see God's goodness in, um, in his blessings today. You know, let's recognise God's provision in his, in, his, um, in his provision for us. Jeremiah 29, one of my favourite verses, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord's plans, to prosper you and not to harm you, give you a future and a hope. You know, God is in our provision today. The fact that we had clothes to wear, the fact that we had cars to drive, the fact that we had food for breakfast this morning, the fact that we are here in this place says to me, God is in our provision. Sometimes we wake up and we don't thank God for his goodness of the provision that he has in our life today. We can recognise God's goodness in our breath. In James 1 verse 17, every good and perfect gift comes from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. That's what I love so much about that verse. He does not change like shifting shadows. He isn't, he isn't swayed. He does not change. And this morning, God in His goodness knows every hair on our head. And at any given time, that number can change. I was thinking about this when I was preparing this message the other day. I bought a new um, shaver uh, for doing my eyebrows and ears and all those things that happen when hair grows after you turn 50 these things just go wild and uh, like crazy stuff and so you've got to trim them off and I'm sitting there trimming off my eyebrows thinking oh I'm keeping God working hard today because he's got to work out exactly how many hairs are missing from here and I did this and I did that and then I started to play a bit of a game trying to shave a few off and leave a few there keeping God busy but he knew that was happening to me at the same time as some other person was shaking their head and hairs were falling onto the ground. And while, while somebody else was over here and pulling their hair out because they were worrying too much about stuff. And he knew all of those things. Daily we lose strands here and there, sometimes don't notice, but not to a good God. How crazy is that, that every moment that we're losing a piece of hair in this room right here, right now, is not unnoticed to a good God. Do you recognise that today? That God is good? He notices everything. He is everywhere and all-knowing and cares for us deeply enough to know the most finite details of our day. And each day, each breath is evidence of the goodness of God. When you take a breath right now, are you thanking God for that? Are you thanking God for His goodness in your breath? Let's be so thankful and recognise God's goodness in, forgive, in His forgiveness. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just, and He'll forgive our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Forgiveness reveals God's goodness daily. Forgiveness was birthed by our good God, who didn't have to forgive humanity for breaking his laws? He has to. He, who did? Didn't have to forgive humanity for breaking his laws, laws he put in place to protect us and care us. So he put all these laws in place. We just break them, and then he forgives us for it. And we say, "Where is the goodness of God?" God is self-sufficient, eternal, immutable, omnipresent. Uh, omnipotent, omnipotent, th- th- that one, sovereign, infinite, and incomprehensible. And we sort of breeze past some of those words because some of those words we may not even know what they mean. You know, we think, oh, well, God's all those things, but God is eternal, existing forever without end. Wow, how crazy is that? Immutable, unchanging, or uh, unable to be changed. Omnipresent present in all places at all times, omnipotent, knows everything. That's crazy, isn't it? I can't even say that word. What is it, Glennis? Oh, now they can't say it either. The C one, the C one. I miss, uh, O-M-N-I, see that one anyway. Yeah, that one there. So the knows everything one. Yeah, yeah. So, which I don't. (laughs) Sovereign. He's supreme in power, rank and authority. He's infinite, limitless or endless, impossible to measure or calculate and incomprehensible, impossible or extremely difficult to understand. That's our God. That's our good God that we take for granted every day of the week. I think today I want us to just stop for a moment in this morning and stop and say, God, you are so good to me. I'm going to live in the goodness of God. We see God, we recognise God's goodness in acts of kindness. The Lord is good to all and his compassion on all he has made. Every day we see acts of kindness all around us. Every day we get to be acts of kindness to people. Every day we don't know how many blessings we can bestow on people. Just by just saying God is good and we're going to recognise that in acts of kindness people can see the goodness of God. But lastly, as Jess comes up, we can recognise God's goodness at the cross. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. In the greatest act of love, God sent his own, one and only Son, Jesus Christ, the promised Messiah of the Old Testament, to earth. Fully God and fully man. Jesus came to earth to die a sacrificial death on the cross by crucifixion. He was innocent, yet died a criminal's death intentionally for you and for me. To carry out the will of his father, only something he was capable of fulfilling. The cross this morning is a reminder of the goodness of God. How good is it that we have salvation today? This morning, I asked Jess and the team to sing that song, The Goodness of God, my favourite song. And let the words of this song this morning not just be words to you, but let them be the reality of the things that God is doing in your world right now. Because all around you, we can see the goodness of God. Let's make a decision this morning to see it. Let's make a decision to live in the goodness of God every day.